When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's the deal? It's the wheelchair go, and I just jumped off, I mean, rolled off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. I'm the GOAT with this. Hey, I swear these niggas better pick a side. I'd rather die before I live a lie. These niggas say not feel they vibe. All right, today we got wheelchair GOAT with us in the building today. Yeah, what's the deal? How you feeling today, family? Yeah, good, chillin', chillin'. That's hard. What you out here working on in Atlanta? Shit, man, we actually came out here to do the interview with y'all, for real. For sure. Yeah. Appreciate having you today on the porch with us, gang. Yeah, for sure. So how is it working out here versus working back home in Detroit? I mean, shit, it's all really the same for real, because you, you feel me, the grind the same, you feel me? We just trying to spread, you feel me, and, and grow, for real, so it's all the same for real. For sure. And for those who don't know, what's life like back home in Detroit? Uh, I mean, I ain't gonna lie, shit, it's, a, it's the hood, the suburbs, and, the, and all that shit, wherever you go. So shit, it really be the same for real. I really, like, I ain't, I ain't, me personally, I ain't went nowhere and experienced something like, you feel me, different. I mean, yeah, people dress different or probably talk different and shit like that, but the type of shit that go on, it'd be the same shit that go on anywhere else. For sure. And you grew up on the east side, right? Yeah, I'm from the east side. So yeah. how is it, the sides differentiate from each other? The sides for the east side and the west side? Yeah. I mean, shit, I don't know, that shit the same for real. You feel me? Like, I don't really see no difference in the east and the west. This is Detroit shit. For sure. How would you describe your childhood growing up? My childhood, my childhood was shit. Growing up for real, it was, it was straight for real, I ain't gonna lie. Like, shit, it was rough, but I ain't know it was rough until really being grown for real. Like, my OG made sure we had all the shit we, we needed and shit to feel like we was just like any other kid in the neighborhood or around for real. But just looking back for real, just growing up and understanding and knowing she was going through to make that shit happen for real, it was like, yeah, but. If shit, we ain't experienced it growing up, for real. Yeah. We seen a little bit of it, but for the most part, we ain't really catch too much of it, for real. For sure. How hard was it for you to see your mom goddamn going hard for you sometimes and then knowing at the end of the day that y'all don't have it like some of the other kids, I mean, like you said? Seeing, seeing my OG go hard, for real, that's like my biggest motivation right now, for real, just seeing her go hard. So that's, that'd be like what make me want to really go hard so I can, you feel me, pay her back for for going hard and making sure I was always straight growing up, you feel me? So, like, that was, that's one of my biggest motivations for real, just knowing, like, how hard she did it. Like, she did it for me, I can do it for her. That's solid. So, yeah. family is definitely important. Yeah, most definitely. No cap. When would you say you jumped off the porch? I jumped off the porch, man, shit. Jumped off the porch. I jumped off the porch young, for real, you feel me? I ain't gonna lie. Jumped off the porch. I jumped off the porch probably. I had to probably be like 
12, 13, started jumping off the porch, just, just doing a whole bunch of shit. We know we had no business doing for real. That's, that's probably when that shit started for real, yeah. For sure. What would you say is the biggest life lesson you learned growing up? Uh, the biggest life lesson is just, I mean, it's, it's a lot of them for real, but shit, just, just building motherfucking, just being loyal to people, you feel me? Just giving out positive energy, you feel me? Shit like that. Like, that's one of the biggest things I'm on, like, as far as life right now, it's just my energy, you feel me? Just being around positivity and just being positive, no matter what type of situation or I'm in or shit like that, for real. That's like the biggest thing I focus on right now. For sure. Just positive. So how do you maintain positive energy and keep it around you? Just be like anything that ain't positive, just be like, fuck that shit. Yeah. You feel me? And just don't, and don't give it no energy, you feel me? That's that's the that's the that's the only way I deal with it for real. Like if some shit ain't right or some energy off and shit, I just shit remove myself from that shit because I got the power to do that. For sure. What's this, uh, what would you say is the biggest obstacle you overcome this far? Biggest obstacle probably shit. Uh, I don't know for real. Like should I just look at everything equal for real? You know what I'm saying? Like. Cause like just getting over something for real or getting to a certain stage or getting past something is like at the end of the day it's a it's a mission. So even after I accomplish this and get over this obstacle, it's gonna be something else to get over. You feel what I'm saying? So I look at them all the same for real. It's like not no bigger one, it's just to keep moving forward. That's solid. Yeah. For you to have such a strong mindset, you know what I'm saying? Is do you feel like it's because, like you said, you keep a positive mindset and put your positive thoughts forward versus the negative? Yeah, I think that's where it comes from, for real. Cause, cause once I once that's once I set back like this, what I'm gonna do? It was like something different for me. Like I'm just gonna be positive. I ain't gonna be worrying about no negative. I'm if if something ain't right, I'm gonna exclude myself from it. Once I start doing it, I seen the change in just my everyday life and like waking up every day, how I feel and shit like that. Like everything just started really looking up for me. So it was just something like yeah, I start seeing the change and and it just made me straight towards it more. That's all. Right. When would you say you started making music? I started making, I was, I've been making music my whole life for real. When I was young, when I was young, like my cousin and my oldest brother, they knew I was gonna be a rapper for real. They used to be, cause I used to just be rapping around, you feel me? They'd be beating on the table, I'd be rapping around. This, I'm a kid, like a, like I'm probably like five, six at this time. And they used to just beat on the table like, like freestyle, you feel me? And I used to just be rapping for real. So it was just something, I don't know, it was in me. It was what I was meant to, what I was meant to do. What motivated you to start? Um, support, support from the people that was around me. You feel me? Like once I seen I had it, uh, people, just one person behind you, just knowing. You feel me? That's enough to start. So once I start getting support from my people, like nigga, do this shit, or if I was to just be making some music or anything, and they behind it, just seeing people behind what I'm doing is what made me. You feel me? Like, like yeah, you can keep going, you can keep going in. And this shit gonna get bigger, and then eventually, shit, more people get start getting behind what I was doing. So, sure. that's what made me just keep this shit going for real and start start doing it for real. Who would you list as some of your musical influences? Um, I really, I really don't got no musical influences for real because, I mean, anything like, like it could be anybody. You feel what I'm saying? Like it don't matter who it is or who the artist. If I see something that they doing and 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 I take a little bit from this person, that person, this, that, you feel me? I take what I work, what works for me from all over the place and then I just put it into one big ass ball and use it for myself. So it's not like no specific person. So you just take inspiration. You feel me? It just comes from anybody. Yeah. 
me a nobody on the street. Yeah. You feel me? I can just hear them talking like, dang, that makes sense. You feel me? And that's something I take with me. Solid. When would you say you started taking the music serious? I really started taking it serious probably like 2000 and 2009 when I had, uh, lost my little brother and shit like that. And then shit, I was going to the studio. That's like when I was first going to the studio, it was like kind of, that was my, you feel me, my way of, to deal with what I was going through at the time, for real. And I was just going to the studio a lot and shit like that. So that's what, what really got that shit. Got me like really started. And then I just was doing shows. I was doing shows. I've been doing shows for a long ass time since I wasn't even old enough to get in the club. Like my mom used to have to chaperone me and my friends <laughs> at the club. For real, like she would go to the club with us and be there all day just to get us in the club. We young. We 15, 16, ain't got no business in the club, but like she had, she had come chaperone us, let us get a day, let us come in and perform and shit like that, and then be gone and That's shit like wild. that. Yeah. How did you get your rap name? My rap name? Really, I went by, my original rap name was Marty D. That's my nickname was Marty, you feel me? Then two of my cousins used to call me Marty Drugs and shit, so. That's what they was calling me when I was young. I'm like, dang, when, as I started getting older and started getting more deeper to the music, I'm like, Marty Drugs, and I know, that's like, you can't, I can't just imagine that shit just being on BET, like Marty Drugs and shit like that, so I shortened it to Marty D. But, like, then, my Instagram was called Wheelchair Goat, though, because, you know, your Instagram just be something, you feel me, just something you make up, so I'm Anybody like, shit, Wheelchair Goat. So man. when people started noticing me more from Instagram than being Marty D, for real, so when I was out in public and people were seeing me, more people was calling me like wheelchair go, like nigga, that's wheelchair go, that's wheelchair go, cause you know social media, they took over the fucking universe now. Yeah. So everybody on the internet for real, so that's what everybody was calling me. So I'm like, damn, that's why I just start naming my songs wheelchair go, cause more people it seemed like I was getting more notice than for being wheelchair go than Marty D. For yeah. real. So that's how I end up using wheelchair go. You just stamped it. That's yeah. Hard. What was your current thoughts on the rap game? Uh. I don't know for real. I really don't know. Like, I never really thought about it for real. It was just, I just liked it making music. So, you feel me? It's just, I would just, just kept making music. Like, that was just something that I was just always into doing. Like, I ain't take on, take on making music. Like, dang, I want to this or do that or, or wonder if it's like this. I never really thought too much into it for real. I was just making When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Making music, because that's just what I like to do for it. What's the biggest risk you say you took that paid off? The biggest change in my name from <laughs> Marty up. D to Wheelchair Go. I was skeptical about that for real. You feel me? Because I didn't know if it was just a, a Instagram thing. And then, like I say, all of my whole time rapping, I was going under Marty D. So it was like, I just tried it for real. And I tried it one time. The first time I changed my name, it was on. That's the biggest song I got out right now. That's crazy. What's the biggest sacrifice you feel you had to make? At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. 
In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For your career thus far? The biggest sacrifice is probably, uh, I had to start, I had to stop fucking with a lot of people. With certain people, motherfuckers, that just wasn't trying to, wasn't, just wasn't on what I was on for real. So it was like, it was people that shit I was around every day or you feel what I'm saying? Or shit, I childhood friends, all type of shit. Family members, just motherfuckers that wasn't what I was on. That was probably my biggest sacrifice, just letting them people go and stop fucking with them. For sure. Now, the music scene has impacted Detroit tremendously over the couple of years. How has that been for you in the whole city? Shit, it's, it feel good for real. I ain't gonna lie, it feel good. It feel like, it feel like you, it just feel like I got a bigger chance of, 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 of blowing up for real. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, it just feel like, like the door, like it was like it's cracked for real. So somebody walk past, they see through the crack, like, all right. But then it's just feel like shit. Somebody walk past and the door wide open, you just like, oh yeah, you feel me? Shit like that for real. That's probably what the, the biggest, as far as you feel more yeah, opportunities. Shit go. Yeah, more opportunities for sure. Would you say the artists are supportive of one another? Uh, Certain people. Certain people would certain people run with who they run with. You feel what I'm, the music, the music shit. Just like it's just like regular life for real. It's like shit. It's like being. It's like doing whatever you do. Your hustle or you know what I'm saying your everyday life. So you shit. Just like you got certain people that be popular and a lot of people fuck with them. They don't even. It ain't got nothing to do with music. You know what I'm saying. So that be the biggest thing. So motherfuckers fuck with who they fuck with. You know what I'm saying. So yeah. Talk to us about Big Goat. And Big how work. it impacted the city, YouTube, Instagram, Listen, everything. I ain't gonna lie, but when when I made Big Goat, I ain't I ain't think Big Goat was gonna take off for real. Like what made me really I had another song out and this song was out under my original name, Marty D. It was called I know. It was going crazy, like in the clubs. It wasn't even a, a club song, but the song was going so crazy, they turned it to a club song. Yeah. So when I had dropped Big Goat, before I even dropped Big Goat, I had just like uploaded a little snippet of it on Facebook, just rapping it. You feel me? Like this was just me rapping in this shit. And then ain't even had no second verse to it or nothing. It just had the first verse in the hook. And I just uploaded a little snippet and that shit went viral on Facebook. So everybody was like, drop the song, drop the song and shit. So that's what really made me like drop the song. Then I ain't still ain't think that bitch was going to come crazy like that. But that bitch took off when I dropped it like that bitch. The city oh. ate that bitch up. How was it when Lakia flipped it to when Big Flex? A lot of people, I ain't gonna lie, a lot of people was sending it, a lot of people was sending it to me. And I just kept looking over it for real. I wasn't really paying no attention to it for real. But when I when I listened to it, I'm like, you feel me? I, I see where she got it from. It was, you feel me? It was motiv it was motivation to see I'm impacting people like that. To to, you know, to ride, to to be on what I'm on. For sure. Then yeah. you followed up with Goat to Turn. Yeah. How did that record come together? Go to Turn came. I made Go to Turn was really when I made that song. I was really in my feelings for real, like and like being in my feelings, not in a bad way. I was in my feelings in a good way, cause I'm just like, like 
I'm turnt right now. You feel yeah. me? Like Big Go had me turnt. So when I'm going out and I'm around and I'm out, I'm like, nigga, I'm turnt. Yeah. Like for real, you feel me? And I came up with the first the the the, the bar that really started it off was the the first time I ever looked a real nigga in his eyes. I was looking in the mirror. I came up with that on my birthday. I had an Airbnb for my birthday and shit. And I was in the mirror. They had a big ass mirror in there. I'm drunk as hell. I'm in the mirror. Like you feel me? I'm no bullshit. I'm looking in the mirror. Like nigga, you a real ass nigga talking to myself because I'm on some drunk shit. For real. That's how I came up with that yeah. shit though. For real. No bullshit. That's, that's how. I, that's really how I came up with go to turn for real. That's hard. Then you just dropped blackball two weeks ago. Yeah, blackball. Yeah, How did that come about, and why you feel you black? Blackball, blackball was something I always wanted to drop for real. You feel me? Because like, like a lot of people, a lot like a lot of people from the city, they'd tell everybody else like, "Dog call, he the truth," but they won't tell me that or they won't show that. You feel what I'm saying? So, and then like a lot of the platform there and shit like that don't fuck with me like that for real. Like they really just now starting to fuck with me. Like no bullshit. Cause it's like, they see what I was going on. So now I feel like they, they want to reach out and make sure they got their hand in them. You feel me? Cause they feel like something big about to happen for me. So, yeah. but black ball is something I always really wanted to drop for real. Didn't know it was going to come about like how the song actually came about. Like I ain't had a song previous made, but I knew I was going to make a song on this topic. But I just waiting for the right time, and now I feel like I got the type of you feel me the attention, the eyes on me, and shit like that. So that's why I just dropped it. That's what made me drop that bitch. That's hard. And you recently just dropped Go the OG with Rio the OG. Yeah. How did that record come about? That came about for real on Instagram at like four o'clock in the morning, just talking shit. Them niggas in the studio. I ended up going to the studio. We recorded that song at four o'clock in the morning and shot the video in the studio. That's why niggas in there looking like that in the video. We was tired as hell, but we we shot the we recorded the song and shot the video right after we got done recording the song. That's hard. Like four five o'clock in the morning. We it was daytime. When we left that bitch. How was it locking in with Rio in person right before you went away? Locking in with him, I got to see how talented he really is. Like that nigga was talented as fuck. Like that nigga would he was dropping them bars and just becoming effortless, bro. Cause he was already recording some shit when I got there, and I'm just in there like this is my first time like seeing him actually work, and that nigga was just like. Like he was just dropping the bitches on a dime, like bro, that nigga talented as fuck. Yeah, yeah. That shit, was, that shit was sweet. Talk to us about your new project, Dead Flowers. Dead Flowers is just something. Dead Flowers, that like Dead Flowers, like people now will look at Dead Flowers like I'm in a new bag. But Dead Flowers was the type of music I was making before motherfuckers was really hip to who I was for real. So it's really, I ain't gonna lie with Dead Flowers, I really went back to the old me. But don't nobody really know that for real. But that's where it, where it really came from for real. Like that's my that's my lane of music. You feel what I'm saying? Like the struggle music, the more of the pain music and shit like that. Just shit like that. But that's that's where it really came from. A lot of people think it's something new from me, but it's old though. That's that's how I've been. That's how I was rapping before I started making turned up music and shit. Just went back to the old me for real. Put all my put all my people that's in my camp that I'm working with on there and shit like that. For sure. Is it deluxe on the way? Yeah, the deluxe actually just the deluxe actually just dropped on. I put it on YouTube. It should be on all music platforms like any day now. Go check and that shit. out. Yeah, so make sure y'all go. Make sure y'all go get the deluxe, man. We put some more tracks on there because I, I like the first one. Is this an EP for real? The first one I only had five songs on there, so I only had a solo and then four of my partners on there. You feel what I'm saying? Then the other the deluxe got. The other people that didn't get on the first one on there, shit like that. That's yeah. all.
Talk to us about your grind as an independent artist. Grind, it's like, I don't know, the grind don't stop for real, man. Like, like just seeing, just seeing you can do this, you can really do this shit independently for real is just, like that shit just amazing for real. You know what I'm saying? Just like nigga, like the bookings and all that shit, like nigga, like the type of money in the shows and the bookings and the, and the feature prices and all that shit, like what people really paying and shit, you feel me? Like, like you like it just rapping you know like nigga or if you rap you feel like one day you're gonna be to a point where you're gonna be big to make this type of money but until you actually experience that shit it's not the same you feel what i'm saying because that's yeah. just a thought so like nigga i still be geeked about like certain shit like nigga they just nigga they just nigga they hit me up about a show nigga they i told them three thousand nigga they like nigga since you feel me like nigga you'll be thinking like bro dang they they on that like nigga damn bro they just paid me three racks to come do a show bro you feel what I'm saying? When we was just performing for free. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Straight we was up. performing at open mics going last when they cutting the lights on. Ain't nobody in the club no more. Straight up. You feel me? So you, it's just something you got to really experience like yourself to, to, to see that the independent, the independent route is there for sure. Would you ever consider signing to a major? If, if, it's, if it makes sense, yeah. For sure, because it's always gonna be, it's always gonna be steps. It's always gonna be levels. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, I would go to a major because it's gonna be because a major is gonna gonna take a person bigger than any independent artist can go to. You feel what I'm saying? No matter how big you is as an independent artist, the labels is always gonna have, you know, what I'm saying, arm reach to certain shit that you can't get to. Yeah. So yeah, if it makes sense, for sure, hell yeah, I signed to a label. Straight up. All right, now with you being from Detroit, right? Explain the difference in this Cartier shit. Like, this shit real. There's levels to this Cartier <laughs> shit. So, you know what I'm saying? Please break it down for the people who don't really know. You know Man. what I'm saying? It's niggas not wearing all the way. It's buffs. You know what I'm saying? It's always no, other, You know what I mean? The thing is, the, the, say, see Detroit. See Detroit based off. It's like a popularity thing. You feel what I'm saying? Because they got other they got other Cartiers that's, that cost the same modest buffs or more. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like the OGs there, like, like an old head there. They wear Cardi's, but they won't wear buffs. Them niggas have on some woods that cost more than a pair of buffs, you feel me? But the young niggas, you feel me, it's like the wave. So, you know what I'm saying? So, like, niggas big on the buffs there. You feel what I'm saying? So, shit, the white buffs, and then it's like, after the white, it's like under the white buffs, it's the black buffs, you feel what I'm saying? Shit like that. But that's basically, like, as far as the levels, yeah, the white buffs are going to be over the black buffs, but shit, at the end of the day, if you got on buffs, you got on buffs. They don't give a fuck them bitches, white or black. You feel me? show that. What else you out here working on, go? Uh, shit, right now we just really pushing the dead flower shit and uh and getting 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 my team ready to drop for real. Like, like I'm really trying to get it to where it's like when I get a, enough attention to where I can just put my people out there and they just grab on to them without you feel what I'm saying having to do so much behind them for real. Like that's really the the key goal for real. So like as far as like as long as everybody helping me build there then it's gonna be easier to pull everybody in when it's time for everybody to be pulled in. Sure. Any last words and shout outs? Uh, shout out to the whole Go Gang, man. Detroit, Michigan. My cousin Ray Chicken, man. She been down there in Atlanta making sure shit right for me since I've been down here. Man, winning team and state to state and jump stars, man. You feel me? That's really it for real. I swear these niggas better pick a side I'd rather die before I live a lie These niggas ain't I can feel they vibe
When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.